I think you will spend uh, a few attempts to before you get some success in the startup world, but it's just experience, it's just learning. And the most important advice for me is uh, never give up. Welcome to the Never Employed Chat. My name is Sam and I interview people who make a living beyond salary jobs, entrepreneurs, business owners and investors, so that we can learn from their stories together. There are many great ways to make a living and even more ways to wealth. At Never Employed, we encourage you to think of alternatives to employment jobs. What would you do if a salary job was simply no option? You're basically working on Micron's AO. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you're doing for a living? Uh, not exactly, um, because um, currently uh, the business that, uh, you know, gives me uh, like my main income. It's like my uh, software agency, front-end development agency. So it pays for my bills. It pays uh, partially when I started Microns, it paid for like Microns. Currently Microns is profitable, but not profitable enough to, you know, sustain uh, itself and uh, like me and my, uh, you know, girlfriend and pets. <laughs> so, yeah, we just started out. So let's see. Okay. Yeah, cool. So you're actually um, yeah, building your own startup on the site. Um, yeah. And it's already profitable, uh, but not enough so that you can live from, from the income, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's currently I'm running Microns for one year and two months. And it's uh, it has like... Um, 1800 MRR currently at this point. So it pays for, you know, servers, domain, hosting, upfront. It pays for automation, emails, and other software tools. Also, um, it helps me to pay for like my assistant and like VA uh, that I hired. And he helped me with the customer support and uh, submission verification a lot. So, yeah, it just, uh, I, and the rest, I try to reinvest into groups, like, you know, sponsoring other founders and creators. So, yeah, just like this. Okay, cool. And yeah, so be, before we get too, too deep into the tech stack and the general structure, maybe you um, yeah, just want to uh, tell a little bit what uh, what's behind Microns, uh, what, what is it, how, how does it work? So Microns is just a marketplace where you can like, you know, buy and sell uh, profitable uh, small projects. Uh, I call them micro startups. So if you're a founder uh, and you have like a side project or like uh, a project that you're started and don't know how to grow it and don't want to spend more time on it, you can just try to sell it and just submit our form and try to sell it. If you're like investor or entrepreneur, they're looking for, they're looking to start a business, for example, or looking to learn at a cheap scale. So don't build from scratch. You can also buy a startup with some traction, with some revenue, like product market fit, customers, and you can learn by practice with the uh, with the founder of this project. So we provide our buyers one month of uh, free support from sellers. So we kindly ask our sellers to provide this support for buyers because it helps a lot. For example, one of our recent acquisitions was like um, Iceland Tony who bought 
a multi-cloud micro SaaS project. So you know how it's like, it, it sounds like complex, but he already run the project itself uh, before the sellers um, helped them, help them to onboard into the platform. They showed him how to run this business. Uh, they showed him like uh, how to operate different like marketing strategies. So he just keep he just keeps this business run this business. And he also wanted to switch from like, you know, low field into the tech field. So I think he achieved what he wanted. Okay, cool. So this sounds like um you're actually not building a platform, a marketplace where people can acquire uh, startups or um, yeah, sell startups, but you're also building a, a very um, yeah, very active community. Yeah, exactly. So my main goal is to build not only the uh, just marketplace where people like transact. But my my main goal, and I think it's the hardest part of uh, like running the startup, it's to build the community, the community where people not only like uh, use your project to, you know, uh, just just do one little thing, but also to, uh, you know, learn, for example, it's one of the main parts. Um, and also practice, practice, learn, uh, transact, and uh, like partner up, have some connection between, so they can like you know uh, build something together or buy something together. We already have a few small syndicates of you know buyers who are uh, looking who are, who are like developers who you know united in this community. They are like three or four people in this syndicate and they are looking for you know a project with some traction and then uh, you know communicate and uh, connect with each other to to buy them to like grow them into like a portfolio of uh, small uh, like ventures okay yeah cool so does it doesn't mean that uh, th those people um yeah rather try to find um, attractive uh, startups which they can grow and sell again or is there a plan rather to um, yeah keep these startups um, their main goal um, what I learned their main goal is to leave their nine to five jobs so they try to uh, build something on the side like aside of like investing in the stock market or real estate, you can invest in the software and it has like the highest margin till day. So uh, they try to live their uh, daily job. They want to retire early. That's why they try to, you know, grow this uh, portfolio of uh, micro startups that they can like easily liquidate or sell um, in the future. So, but basically they just buying them growing them and then decide what to do next. Okay, cool. Talking about motivation, um, what's what's your motivation to build microns or how did you get started? What was the idea originally and uh, how did it um, maybe yeah change over the, uh, over the time? So yeah, great question. Uh, my main motivation, I'll say it's uh, my customers and my team. So they, they always uh, keep me in the like you know in the street in the into the stream of of events what happening so you always need to be like aware reply and talk 
Uh, and I think it it keeps me like motivated. For example, today I've got a response from one of, one of the uh, our newsletter subscribers who said like, you know, I'm I'm not looking to buy a project, but I really love your newsletter because of like your updates, your business updates, how you share transparently your results, like your fails, your successes, and your anecdotes. Like it's pleasure, and I was like, what? I really like those kind of responses from people who support us, who try to, you know, find uh, something new for them, like not only to buy the projects or invest, but they learn, they they can like partner up. For example, recently we've got an inquiry that uh, one of the um, founders who read our newsletter for almost six months, they found a partner in, in from Microns like, uh, so that's really great stories and they are building a moat around Micron. So that's not only uh, like a marketplace, but it's it's more than marketplace. It's, um, it's a community. Um, in terms of uh, how it all started. So I, for some time, I um, read uh, Indie Hackers. I learned and engaged in, in this community. It's a beautiful community. Um, and I learned from Twitter a lot. So uh, I think it's all started when I saw all of these, you know, projects, uh, all of these like startuppers, like Peter Levels. Um, and, you know, after reading a few books like Makebook, um, after watching some podcasts like my first million podcast, I've started thinking how how I can like join this game. And um, besides my agency, I started uh, like um, finding a project that I want to acquire. And when I found this project, it was like small Google Sheet add-on. I, you know, I figured out that um, when I bought this project, I figured out that many buyers reach out to this seller beside me like it was over 20 buyers who reach out to to this uh founder that they want to to buy his project and i realized that there is a market for uh, micro startups that's why i started building microns and then everything like goes from there okay cool so um, you actually found the the need for yourself, kind of, or you you just you just found found the demand and uh, actually already validated the idea that way. Yeah, I started as a buyer, and uh, microns. Um, uh, I I strive to you know provide high quality for both sides, but uh, mostly we focus on on the buyer side because those people are paying money for our sellers. Those people are, you know, direct customers who are paying us, who are paying microns. So we are we're trying to provide them like, you know, best quality service, like pre-wedding startups, customer support. So we're trying to reply like in our to, to their inquiries. Uh, also, we provide great support for our you know, sellers and founders. So we don't charge them a commission. I think that's a, a fair model because, uh, you know, to, it's it's really hard to find a great uh, profitable uh, project with some traction and because 
there are a lot of you know pre-revenue startups. We also at least pre-revenue startups, but um, it's like uh, you know we have seventy percent of revenue generating and thirty percent of pre-revenue, so there are like less amount because. Um, after a lot of uh, discussions with our buyers, I figured out that they're mostly looking for um, a profitable project, the project with some traction that they can just grow and like flip later. Or, uh, but uh, there is also a small set of buyers that are looking for, you know, cool concepts. Uh, it could be like pre-revenue concept. They know how to grow it. They know how to build it uh, like further. So uh, yeah, there are two types of buyers and we try to satisfy bo both of them. Okay, yeah, cool. And then um, is this kind of subscription model for this kind of marketplace? Is that what's um, the normal way in, in these kind of marketplaces? Or um, yeah, is it, is it uh, yeah, a, a new way to charge uh, buyers or sellers uh to be honest uh, uh the, the most common um business model for marketplaces is commission so uh, like based on the statistic uh, in the internet it's like 70 percent of marketplaces they run on on a commission it's like uber airbnb um and you know other uh places so um we we chose this like subscription model because uh, we figured out two things. The first thing is that most of the buyers, they are constantly looking for, for deals. So they are looking for a deal flow. If they're looking for deal flow, they need like a subscription because finding a right project to acquire uh, it could take even years. So that's why I ask our like members to be patient because to find a really suitable project for your needs because every buyer is unique and they have like uh, different needs. Like for example, someone is looking for Shopify apps, someone is looking for like a Google Chrome extension or like Google add-ons or uh, newsletters or media companies so yeah we ask our buyers to be patient and finally for example one of our buyers found a deal uh after nine months of like you know uh looking for looking into migrants uh, for startups so yeah it's a long process and uh, that's why we implemented uh, this monetization model because constantly buyers look because buyer constantly looking for deals and um that's why we try to optimize for them uh for the first time but also there are like different marketplaces who charge uh sellers a commission and don't charge buyers uh there are also like places uh who charge uh, buyers um the second thing why we decided to charge buyers is to provide them uh, with the like best quality service and pre-vetting. So uh, before we send every new startup, we figured out uh, like traffic metrics, revenue metrics from the seller. We tried to understand um, what what it came from. For example, is it like SaaS? or like subscription or like um, the revenue from ads. We try to properly evaluate every project and suggest the price 
uh, to our like sellers. And you know, recently one of our sellers uh, listed um, the startup and uh, we helped them to evaluate correctly because previously he, you know, he uh, put very high price for his project, but um, it's like, it's, it's awesome project. It's great project, like for travelers, uh, but we uh, like uh, recommended them to reevaluate re it and suggested an asking price. He agreed to it and we like, you know, submitted, uh, published the, start the startup. After this, uh, he got a few uh, inquiries from our buyers. He also listed his project on, on different other marketplaces. But what's interesting is that he found, he finally found a deal on like, on a different marketplace, but he admitted that he got a really great chats with uh, our buyers. He loved our buyers, uh, but finally, uh, you know, agreed on 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 a suitable price for his project with a different buyer from different platform, and he he asked this buyer from different platform to you know sign up for our premium membership because he wanted to make a deal on migrants. And that was like surprising for me <laughs> because he he really attracted our uh, to our site, uh, one premium member. Uh, I was surprised and I said, why, why did you do this? Because uh, he said, because you provided me with a great service, with a personal service, you contacted me personally, you, you know, checked our, our case individually and, help me through the process of the acquisition that's why i wanted to you know thank you for this and i was surprised and it was very pleasant for me so yeah i really like those stories and cases yeah that, that's that's really cool and that uh, yeah it really shows that it obviously pays off to uh, provide not only a good customer service but also yeah as you said to to build a very good community and to build relationships to the community when when you say that um you kind of help this seller to to sell and to um figure out the right conditions um how do you help uh, sellers in general or how is how is the general process for um sellers and buyers so it's very simple uh for buyers uh they can just double check our for buyers page we have um, a detailed guide. We have a blog with a, a few posts, how to make a deal, how to acquire your first project. Uh, if he needs more help, we he can just reach out to us. We have like email support and he can reach out to me on Twitter, on emails or whatever, and we will help them. So basically he just needs to uh, purchase our um, a premium subscription to get access to our startups, to revenue traffic metrics, um, to the community itself. For sellers, it's even simpler. The sellers uh, just need to submit the startup. They don't need to create any accounts. So they just need to uh, you know, submit their startups like it's immediate process it on average you know when i measured how how much time it took for sellers to submit their startups it was like uh, 55 seconds mm -hmm. and yes so if if they build this project from scratch or like they bought it previously they they all also know everything about it so the fastest uh you know submission was like uh, 30 seconds 
the most slowest uh, like it was uh, one minute and 30 seconds but it's like uh, one minute of your time to submit you know correct it or reevaluate it we let them know via email so um, you just need to put the correct email into the field and we will reach out to you if we like, you know, we just want to help you to um, to sell your project. So we try to, um, uh, you know, use our experience to uh, help sellers understand the market because we have like more than 25 startups sold through Microns, uh, our GMV are almost um, 150K, so we have some data, we can evaluate project based on this uh, even small data set. But um, the most important thing is that we try to be like personal for every every seller, every buyer. So we try to, you know, approach this behavior, like don't scale behavior, where you have to do something that don't scale, but later, uh, I think it will pay off for itself because of the you know service. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it looks like this. So for sellers, you just need to submit the form. It takes one minute of your time. For buyers, you just need to purchase a subscription and you'll get access to your profile account, community, deal flow, and everything else. It's interesting that you. Um particularly uh, point out on, on, on the point that uh, you do things that don't scale. Probably you know that uh, people talk about that uh, kind of um, yeah approach in, in the in the startup field uh, a lot. I think especially among indie hackers, I think there is a very famous uh, blog post by Paul Graham about uh, uh, doing things that don't scale. Um, do you think that this is crucial for, um, yeah, bootstrapping startups, uh, basically? And do, do you think that, um, yeah, maybe from from your experience with the interaction with other indie hackers, um, would you say that this is something which many people just don't do? Or, um, yeah, do, 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 what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's very important. Uh, at the start, I think it should be your number one thing that you uh, you you could do, um, because um, what I found and it's like for me also because I you know started as a front end developer, uh, we are trying to optimize, we are trying to opt optimize up all all things up front, and you know we are trying to evaluate different risks. We are trying to think um, a lot about, uh, you know, situations and events that can even, they, they might even not happen uh, at the future. So we overthink the solution. What I learned building microns that you always need to be like, um, you, you always need to start with the things that don't scale. If you see that it, it just gets some traction, you need to automate it. When we started, I manually sent every request from buyers 
to the seller's email. So I manually wrote these emails. I, I, then I created, you know, a script that I put all, all of the names and, you know, all of the data. So I manually resend those data between uh, buyers and sellers. Then I created like, then I just um, build up some automation because uh, we have like more than 150 buyers, premium buyers on the platform. So it started to be like uh, very hard to manage all of these uh, conversations. So I automated this. So build the solution step, step by step, but start with the thing that don't scale. So it's very crucial for marketplaces, especially because as you know, and uh, just data, um, to get for for the marketplace to get traction, it uh, you you need to uh, you know three three four years uh, to get some traction for the marketplace. So it's hard to get traction at first, but then if you get traction, uh, no one can just you know stop you. Uh, so for the SaaS, for the other companies like content and media companies, I suggest to do the same thing. So start as a service. Uh, you can you you should manually uh, build this stuff like from scratch. You should manually like you know uh, forward all of the things. For example, when the product hunt founders started it out, he manually sent every email. He manually you know verified every startup, like check them out. So we we started the same. We started with the, uh, a lot of manual processes and operation, and then when we found that these processes and operation works, we just automated them step by step. Like um, it wasn't like immediate thing, but um, we just figured out our strong side and weak sides, and then uh, double down on on the strong side, especially. Yeah. Cool. That's uh, that's that's cool that this works for you, um, and when it comes to doing things manually, I could imagine that it's not even or th that it's even harder for people to think how they could do things manually or how they need to build projects in order to be able to maintain them on a very basic level, because um, nowadays we are so used to these automated workflows because we. We use websites and we know, okay, I fill in this form and I know that this gets sent to whatever, the seller or the buyer or whatever. But I think there might be many people, many founders, many indie hackers who couldn't even think of um, ways to build a website so that they, um, so yeah, so that uh, visitors um, can actually interact but not direct and directly with each other. So how, how does this look in practice? So I want to tell you just one thing, um, just based, based on my experience, when you, when you solve the problem manually, you will, you just understand the problem better. So it's, it's not about like saving your time. It's about understanding what's important for your customers. What's the real value for your customers? And uh, based on this process, I've, I I talked with, with the different people and I figured out what we should remove, what we should cut, what we should, uh, you know, um, leave and what we should improve. So all of the things, they are so crucial for you at the start. 
uh, I recommend to start every founder. I recommend to start with the uh, thing that don't scale. Then you can easily automate it. But these things they will help you understand the problem and the issue of your uh, target customers better. So I think it should be your main goal to deep dive into the problem and figure out the possible uh, the possible uh, best solution for your customers by doing things manually, then you will automate it, but you will do this later. So one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But do, do you think that this is maybe even a thing which um, yeah, many people underestimate in the beginning, um, especially the kind of market research part, with it, which is um, yeah, connected to that? Because as you say, when you do it manually, you... Um, are more used to reaching out to people manually as well and to find customers on your own and not just building a thing, building a website, building a startup and putting it out there and hoping that someone will visit it and use it. Um, so, yeah, do you think that the um, validation part is also a yeah, reasonable um, reason to, to start with a service-based business? Yeah, validation uh, should be your uh, also the first priority uh, because uh, for validation you can like approach in two ways. The first way you're trying to solve your own problems, and you need you just need to figure out that other people also have uh, this problem. So uh, that's the first approach. The second approach you can. Uh, even read some of the posts like on Indie Hackers, on Product Hunt or other star startup websites. And um, you can learn from people uh, like from their comments. For example, when I uh, recently read a few posts from Indie Hackers and their newsletter, I figured out only two ideas, uh, two ideas that, you know, and that uh, around five people got this problem so you can just grab those people connect to them directly and solve this problem like it's it's so simple but then you can uh easily scale like starting from five people you can scale to 10 uh 20 30 50 and 100 and etc so uh start from uh like from scratch start from like small side one step at a time and uh, you will double down all, all of your uh, stats. But basically, uh, it's crucial to validate your project uh, uh, in the most cheapest way as possible. So try to make your validation so cheap, like don't build a lot of uh, you know features or things. You don't need them. So um, I'll tell you, the first version of Microns, it was like free newsletter. I didn't pay for any software. I just started a newsletter and I sent those startups for sale. I engaged on Twitter, on Indie Hackers, and I just started like this. So I didn't spend any like dollar on, on the software. I didn't build any features. So I used already built platform for this, for, uh, for newslettering and, uh, that's that's the big uh, idea to validate with with no cost that I really like about the software world. So you can um, easily validate your idea. You can easily find your first customer and then build up up on this. Like start with the manual process, 
uh, find a freelancer or like uh, start building on on your own, and then go from there. Then you will you will get more people uh, on your platform, like uh, do do marketing and other stuff. So that will help you a lot. Yeah, cool. Do Do you want to go a little bit more in detail about how you started with the um, yeah newsletter as as you described right now and uh, reaching out to to people on or reading reading uh, posts on indie hackers? Um, did you Did you just um, yeah find people who want to sell startups and try to find others who might be interested or how how that open does it work? Yeah, I started very simple. I signed up for Revue Newsletter. I set up an account. I bought a domain to make like to make it like professional. So I just spent money on the domain um, to look to look more like a professional company. So and then I just manually reach out to people on, on Indie Hackers on uh, Product Hunt on Twitter about if they want to sell their project. I've got a few inquiries from this and I started posting them in newsletter. I started like growing our um, subscriber base on, on these resources. So um, a lot of manual processes, uh, I build them uh, a presentation of their project. Um, lately, I've connected with one of the great people who helped me to build uh, the website who helped me to uh you know uh develop this um uh, idea further so i appreciate my team i love my team and uh yeah we've grown from this like from from just me and then i uh started find uh, different people who helped me along the way uh from uh, from the like development side of the project from like crews so uh it, it it just uh you should you should spend money on the when when you see um like validation if you see that uh people are willing to pay for this you should 100% like invest in, into this because i would say reinvest all of your earned money uh back into your project so but uh, basically start from scratch, start very cheap, try to validate with the free tools. Like you can, you can buy a domain, but that's, that's most of it to, to look more like professional, but uh, you don't need to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on, on the development, a lot of features or even development. So start very simple uh, at the stage when you validate your uh, demand. Mm-hmm. And how did you make sure that, um, or how how did you know that people are willing to um, pay what uh, for for what you were doing in the beginning? So what how wouldn't did you know what was the point where you found out that okay I could actually charge people for that? Yeah, so it was pretty funny because it solved uh, it. Uh, for example. Uh, nine months we non nine months we didn't have any monetization, so we started monetizing based on our issue that raised. So this issue was um, founders um, get more uh, requests from non-serious buyers, and we wanted to make our 
buyer's base, more, uh, you know, serious, more qualified. That's why we started charging for like accessing, uh, uh, for access uh, to seller's information because we wanted, so uh, we wanted more transactions uh, on the platform. We wanted more professional buyers that I, you know, they, they know what they do. And we wanted to like improve the quality of our ser uh, seller service. So that's why we introduced a monetization. But uh, before this nine nine months, uh, Microns uh, didn't have any monetization at all. So, um, so you you need to think about this when you uh, like start your project, or when you need to introduce the monetization. You can introduce it from like when you start the business you can introduce it later but in our case we just solved the problem that raised uh in our startup uh, and we we are so satisfied that we did this because the quality of the service increased like uh gradually and um we've got a uh, 16% more transaction on the platform we've got like uh 80% of engagement uh, increased so uh, it played a crucial role when we introduced the monetization and it helped not only sellers but the the buyers also because the buyers uh, get the responses from uh, sellers previously it was like sellers discarded many buyers because uh, many buyers didn't have any serious intentions about acquiring. They just try to um, learn more information about the project. Currently, our buyers uh, are more serious and they're looking like they are, could be like strategic buyers. They're trying to acquire a, a project that are related to, to his own project, like to create a synergy, acquiring a smaller project or acquiring a database or acquiring uh, another set of tools that will help to uh, to level up their own primary product. So we just solved our problem and that's it. Okay, yeah, cool. Would you say that um, this wouldn't have been possible for you in that way if you didn't have another source of income or asking the other way around? Do you think that you would have been able to build such kind of solution um, without having another income? Um, in my case, yes. So uh, I needed like my main source of income. It was agency. So uh, when I when I validated the uh, the Micron's idea, uh, I started investing more into development from uh, like uh, from revenue from my um, uh, software agency and. If you don't want to build everything from scratch, but you can also don't spend any money. If you are a developer, you can build it uh, like on, on your own. But uh, in my case, I had uh, many other things on my plate, like managing my current agency, um, uh, looking for ideas for microns, um, creating a strategy, crews and customers. So uh, there are things that are more important for me at the start. So I delegated the development and I financed the development on my own, like from from uh, my agency revenue. Okay. Yeah, cool. Then um, 
to you or what what are then the next steps for for you for microns and maybe other projects yeah besides microns we created microstartups.co Uh, it's a project that helps people to learn in practice how to run a startup, uh, especially micro startup, uh, because what I found that many people, uh, they struggle with the uh, growing stage or development stage. And this project just solved the problem for people to learn in practice. So we interview people, we show them, we show them different projects from uh, existing founders that build them from scratch. And it helps many people to start their own product. They learn how to, how they get their first 10 customers. They learn how they build the project, what tech stack they used, for example, how, how it all started. So this, These are all interesting information that I, uh, you know, read personally every evening. So very interesting interview that you can learn uh, by practice. So because, you know, what I learned that many articles and books, they are getting old too early and um, you can't even uh like uh you know replicate their success or their process so that's why uh, we've built microstartups.co to to help people to help founders to help like beginners start their journey by reading those interviews uh learning from these customers so we share one article every week that we are thinking is is a, a good fit but yeah that's it for microns our next steps is to build um is to keep building the community is to uh, onboard more sellers to the platform is to onboard more buyers to the platform create liquidity create more transactions um you know get more uh subscribers for our newsletter so we just um ha have like recent plans to grow it further we have uh, different ideas on on the development but Uh, you will learn from uh, you will learn it uh, from my newsletter. So I suggest you to subscribe because uh, I see many satisfied people of uh, reading the newsletter. I, I try to share a value. I try to bring value to our subscribers. That's why uh, they are they are so satisfied. So just make sure that you are subscribed to Microns to Micro Startups and. Uh, keep pushing, keep learning and practice, 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 because you can start your first successful project uh, like from first attempt. Um, I think you will spend uh, a few attempts to before you get some success in the startup world, but it just experience, it just learning. And the most important advice for me, it's uh, never give up. Cool. Hey, then. Thank you so much for for taking the time. Thank you for uh, yeah being a motivation here, and uh, thank you for for building a great community for people to build and sell and buy startups. Thank you so much, Sam, for inviting me. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, yeah, I I, I appreciate uh, your questions. It was like great interview. Thank you. Thank you for taking part in this Never Employed Chat. Subscribe to my YouTube channel for more interviews with business owners and investors, or simply listen to the audio version in your favorite podcast directory. Make sure to follow me on all your preferred social media platforms, so that you never miss life-changing business tips. You find me on every platform with the account name samhartman.com. 
start a business, become successful, and tell me about it. See you next time.